welcome still talking uncut where your host big easy from youtube channel fibbly moonshine sean rigsby master distiller what's happening doing this evening bro good good looking forward to uh Beattyville this weekend uh yeah we're going to Beattyville tomorrow yes sir yeah i'm looking forward to it but i ain't ready I ain't man no, I was I was really ready for New Stratsville, but then Bettyville's is two weeks afterwards, and it, it comes real quick. Yeah, yep. I'm about ready to be done uh, setting up for all this stuff. But I mean, Don and Teresa asked, you know, if oh, we yeah. come back this year. Oh, absolutely, for sure. Yep. Yeah, I just got done. Um, I just got done watching Hooch and Shua's new episode of Untaxed podcast. It was talking about how they went down to the popcorn jam. And uh, you know, I'm jealous. I wanted to go to the popcorn jam. That's that's the one I ain't been to yet. And yeah, I've, I, I've not been to that one yet neither. And I want to go, and I I think I'm going next year, just because I didn't go last year, and, and it's right before Beattyville this year, so I had to choose: do I go to Beattyville or do I yep. go to North Carolina? And then I'm like, well, I'm going to North Carolina next month for the jam, so. I'll just Either ahead. way, yeah, yep. Hey, I'm looking forward to both of them, man. I enjoy Beattyville. It's it's real small, tight knit, but uh, everybody's so cool, man. You know. Well, see, I didn't didn't really get to meet anybody last year because you know we set up a tent and then hmm. um, tried to hold it down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the skies came through and just flooded us out. We were standing in ankle deep water, but the forecast for this weekend. It looks like it's going to be pretty nice, so I'm not setting up a tent. Me and the wife are going, and we're just um, leaving the kids at my mom's, so we're having us a good weekend. It's going to be fun. So. Good shit, man. Good shit. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, so we, this one's uh, – the Beattyville one, it's more geared – seems like it's more geared towards adults. You know, they got a big drinking section. Yeah. They got a lot of different alcohol to choose from. And they're doing a uh, – I don't know if you seen it the last time, but they did a panel where they'd get up, you know, people would get up there, distillers and moonshiners, and they'd, you know, answer questions and. Oh yeah, yeah, like oh yeah, that. moonshiner panel, yeah. Yep. Um, I didn't get to see it last year, like I said. Yeah. We went there real long last year. It was about what three or four o'clock, and the storms came through. And, yeah, yeah, I got there early Saturday morning, set up, and it only <laughs> took about three hours. <laughs> back at, back at the hotel by six, but it was still a good yep. time. But yeah, we're really looking forward to that one this year. Oh, yeah. So, yep. And it's a nice little hotel. I mean, it's small. You know, I don't want to say kind of old, but I mean, it's uh, it serves its purpose. Dude, you know, I'm, I'm excited about that, that we got a hotel and same hotel mm-hmm. you're at so we can hang out afterwards. And Absolutely. And, uh, you're and going uh, solo, so we're going to go fall jam again. Nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm going to have me some bush light apples and call yeah. it done. Your, your dad, Rick, ain't there to help you around. Nah. Get you upstairs. I don't believe he helped me much last time anyway. <laughs> he was behind you. If you would have fell, he would have broke your fall. You would have broke him, but he would have broke your fall. No, nah, that's all right. So, so we, you, Go ahead. No, nah, I know you was going to ask. So, so what are you drinking on over there? <laughs> I'm drinking on some um, Hatfield McCoy. There we go. Yeah, okay. Some uh, Devil Ants' honey whiskey. Honey whiskey. Um, 
I got this from the Hatfield Distillery in West Virginia when I went down to see Hooch. Yep. Uh, oh yeah. Dude, that that distillery, it's it's nice, man. It's up on a hill, and just the scenery's beautiful. You know, West Virginia, man, it's beautiful there. Yep. I've never and, been out to Hooch's yet. I'd like to go out there. Dude, I need to. You plan it, man. We'll all go out there. You keep talking about it, and I'm always the one that ends up going. Yeah, <laughs> so, I know. <laughs> you know how it goes. Oh, but, yeah. But we go up to Hatfield's Distillery, and you walk in, and, dude, he's got, like, 40 different flavors for you to try. And and then his wife's got a section over there where she's got, like, 30 different flavors of wine. So if you take the old lady in there, you know, you're over there, and he's just letting you try this shine. and He's not charging you anything. He's just shooting the shit with you. you know, he's a good old boy, man. Good old yeah. seller. Yeah. And, and, you know, you're shooting shit with him, and then you ask him to show you the stills, and he takes you out back. And uh, he's got a big old um, wizard cap, you know, big old stainless steel one. Looks like a wizard hat. It's beautiful. Big old 300-pound copper pot. And first time I went there, he's running. He's like, man, stick your glass in that stream right there. I'm like, right out the worm, bro. I got yeah. <laughs> it was, you know, it was, it wasn't, he was getting towards the end, but dude, it was, what an experience, you know? Yep. And so Absolutely. Every, every time I go to West Virginia, I'm always like, Hooch, take me to Hatfields, man. I go and I buy a jar off of him. Yeah. Um, that's where I got, I got old son. Old the, son. Uh, a jar of rye, char in a jar last time that he put a hurting on. Or put a hurting on him. I'm not really sure. Well, it starts with him putting a hurting on it, and it just comes back for round two and knocks him out. Yeah. He wins the battle, but you know that liquor always wins the war in the end. Oh yeah, it's good going down. It's hard coming back up. But uh, so I'm drinking on Tennessee Mellow Moon's cheesecake, McClawsley's cheesecake. It's many times since I've been over there. I haven't tried that yet. So it's clear. You can't really tell because, you know, it's well, you, it's fucking cold. And it's uh, 80. So, so you like the liquor cold? 70 proof. Yeah, I prefer it cold. Well, depending on what it is. If it's, a, yeah. if it's like a peach brandy or something, I like it warm. Really? If it's, yeah. If it's a flavored like this, I like it cold. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just I like tasting... The way it's meant to be. Yeah, I had this discussion with Hooch. He's all he he always likes it warm, and I'm like, you put yours in the fridge, and he takes that. And leaves yeah, that. yeah, mine come right out yep. of the freezer. So, but this is uh, Chris. Um, he does uh, McClausley's wood art, so he does a bunch of wood shit, um, like signs and stuff for the you know a bunch of people. Yeah, and um, actually, he's going to be releasing another cheesecake. I think it's another cheesecake. Uh, in August from, well, with the same distillery, East Tennessee Distillery. <clears throat> but uh, I don't know what it is, but it, it, this is good. So if it's anything like this, it's going to be good. You know, will the wife drink it? Will the old lady drink it? Oh, yeah. Then, you know, it's sellable and it's yep. good shit. And it's 70 proof, man. Flavored stuff, I like 70, 80, somewhere around there. Yeah. But you know, a lot of people like the forty. But you know, if I'm drinking something, I like to know what I'm, you know, that I'm drinking something. Yeah, you know, my lady likes it forty proof too. <laughs> drinking's drinking. Yeah. 
But well, you uh, know what? With the lower proof, you can always uh, you can drink a little more. Like you can last all night. Like that's one good thing about the lower proof. You know, like you you're in it for a long haul if you're not hitting. Oh yeah, or you can bump it up with some more clear. <laughs> you can always bump it up with some more clear. <laughs> but when you go hard, high proof, um, hard, your night usually ends early or in a bad way. Generally, don't ask, yeah. Don't ask me how I know. Yeah, uh, strawberry come out of nowhere. <laughs> Dude, last time, last time it got me, man. I I, I slept on the back porch outside with uh with my dog. He well, he slept next to me. He kept me company. Old lady yeah. left me out there, and you know, dog curled up <laughs> with me. You know, man's best friend. But she, she, you know, that's one of them. I, I fucking told you so. <laughs> she didn't tell me so. <laughs> I told you not to drink. She that was much. enjoying it because I don't get like that very often. But the only <laughs> thing I remember, she comes out on the porch, and I look up at her, and I'm like, "Bring me two blankets and a pillow." And she's like, "Why?" And I was like, "One blanket to lay on and one to cover up with. This concrete's cold." That <laughs> <laughs> was, oh, that was a good. That was a good night. So yeah, we won't. We won't talk about Maggie Valley either, but you know, <laughs> while we're on a subject of high proof, you know, um, we might as well talk about thumpers and thump jars, doublers, you know, whatever people call them. Um, me personally, I'm a firm believer in running a thumper. You know, I'm not much of a stripping run. Um, me neither. It's, I've never been a strip and run and then rerun it type of person. Um, Dogs in the background. Hell yeah. So Man. I'm the same way too. Um, it's just a waste of time in my – well, I don't want to say wait for me, for what I'm after, it's a waste of time. Yeah, I know a lot of people, they, um, they're real big on, you know, run it, strip it down, get it all out from top to bottom, and then rerun it again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that if you run it through a thumper, that gives you your second distillation right there, and you wind up with with a lot more end product by running oh, yeah. through a, a doubler than you do stripping it and rerunning it. Yep. And you, and you know, especially with with one run, one hundred fifty pound cut. dog comes stomping in here, man. <laughs> Knock your ass out of chair. Yeah, yeah, he will. <laughs> <laughs> Uncut, you know that old. He's an old man. He, great Dane. He'll be twelve in October if he makes it that long. So, oh, okay, um, damn, yep. But anyways, back 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 to doublers and thumpers. Um, you know, I'm I'm lazy and I don't want to do shit twice. Like I hate when I pick something up and then I drop it. I got to pick it up again. That upsets mm-hmm. me. <laughs> like, damn, I just did that. You know. Now, don't get me wrong. If I'm putting together a piece of furniture, like from Ikea or something, I'm going to put it together twice because I'm putting it together and there's going to be mm-hmm. one wrong piece. I got to take it all apart and do it again. And and that's just the way it goes. I accept that. I, there's yep. nothing I can do about that. But Now, don't get me wrong. I have ran things twice before. Um, obviously, on Master Distiller, but that was... They, um, they but made that, you run it Yeah, twice. three times. But that was forcefully, you know. the 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 <laughs> first time I actually did rerun something was because I screwed it up. I was going to say probably because it came out terrible. <laughs> that's just, you know 
if I need to rerun something, then um, excuse me. If I need to rerun something, then I'll just uh, I throw it in the tails bucket. Like, yeah, that's gonna yeah. be rerun with all the tails. I'll just run that with the tails because it came out terrible and it tastes just as bad as tails. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, like I think it takes too much time to run it all the way down and rerun it again. You could run it through a thumper, and you know, and my thinking is is it's about efficiency. You know, if yep. it don't if it doesn't make dollars and it don't make sense, C E N T S money mm-hmm. or you know knowledge sense, right? And so yep. by running it through that doubler, it comes out the end. Boom! It's good drinkable liquor. Well, and and not only that, but you know, people like me and you, you know, well. You know, if you're using propane, you generally have to pay for propane. So you you pay to run it again. So, you know, unless you're somewhere, you know, where there's, you know, they had fracking going on and you wound up with free, free natural you know, gas, free natural and, gas, something like that. I mean, yeah, yeah. And, you know, even on the electric, you know, you run it twice. You're you're paying for it. Yeah, you're up in your cost and and everything in your time. And like to me, it's about your time. You know, like if mm-hmm. it takes like. We use keg, for example. It takes four to five hours to run a keg one time through a straight arm or a thumper. Depending on who you ask, right? Depending on who you ask. We'll say six hours for, you know, average. <laughs> Between the highs and the lows. and Meet them in the middle, baby. You're right. And so, you know, <laughs> say it takes you four hours to six hours to run a keg straight arm or through a thumper because, you know, it's about the same time. Mm-hmm. So it, it takes, like, five or ten extra minutes to heat up a, a thumper keg. And then at the end, you're done, and you can have your three, three, two to three gallons of good drinkable liquor, or you can have your, say, five gallons of spirit to rerun again. Mm-hmm. And by the time you run that again, you know, you end up with a gallon of high-proof good liquor that you've spent 12 hours in instead of six hours and two to three gallons. And that's yeah. just the way I see it. Um, I would love to hear somebody else's take on it because I can't hear your take on it because you think the same thing I do. So yeah, I mean, your your opinion to me on this is null and void. <laughs> you know, so the funny thing about that is, you know, I've asked some people that I've told you, you know, uh, down in Kentucky, that's, you know, what they do. Yeah, we have this discussion all the time. And, um, the only thing I really get is I've, I've never ran a thumper and, or, eh, you know, I just never this ran one. It makes always, good liquor. You know, that's the, the only way, way it's ever always done it. been done. Yes. This is the way it's always been done. Yep. And I, I think you see that a lot in um, the tried and true guys, you know, like, well, this is the way my daddy did it. This is the way my grandpa did it. And um, there's a guy that's uh, going to be down in Bayville. His name's George. Uh, George Rose, you know, he goes by Pappy G. That's what people call him. And uh, he's actually just coming out with a label uh, down there at uh, Neely Family Distillery. And that's he does the same thing. Where's where's <clears throat> Neely at? Well, there's one in, uh, oh boy, Sparta, Kentucky. And then there's one, the new one that they open. It's down there in, um, oh boy. Now, I'm sure you, you told me this in a past episode. I don't remember shit you say, man. Yeah. So uh, uh, unless we're talking like straight liquor on how to do something, and I don't remember that. But for the most part, yep. Yeah. S- Slade, Kentucky. That's where okay. the the new one's at by Natural Bridge. But anyway, so he does the same thing. He he'll you know fire it off, 
and then he'll catch all of it down to say, well, you know, 10% or whatever, or 20%. I don't know. Yeah. And then he'll rerun it. I've noticed everybody, when they do strip, they catch differently. Like yep. I've seen people, they come down to 30. I've seen somebody come down to 10. And I've seen people take it all the way down so it's like no alcohol at all because they're like, look, man, I'm putting the time in. I'm getting every last drop of alcohol out of this. So speaking of that, he told me the other day that they ran off a 600-gallon batch and they caught 170 gallons. <clears throat> now that's uh, that's from top to bottom, right? It's tails From and top all. to bottom, yep. So they run 170 gallons. Back through um, it. But, you know, so like... <laughs> I'm just at a loss for words. Like I, 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 I couldn't imagine um, not pulling my hearts out of that. Yeah. And being like, oh, man, here's good liquor. And yep. all these tails and stuff. So how many gallons did you say they ran? 600. 600, you know. So I'm sitting here thinking like, um, you know, I should get a... <laughs> A fair amount of hearts, <laughs> you know. If you, say you wound up with a ten percent yield, just for quick math, you know, sixty gallons. I'd be cool with that. And then, but <laughs> if you run, if like if you run that hundred and seventy again, and say you wind up with a a fifteen percent yield, you know, because the proof's a little higher, you're still not coming near that sixty mm-hmm. gallons of good hearts had you run it through that thumper the first yeah. time. Now, I mean, of course, he's gonna prove it down to a hundred, and I am yeah. gonna get a bottle of it. It's a nine grain. I don't know what it is, but that's what he's always ran. It's everything. Um, yeah. <laughs> it might might be easier to name what's not in it. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but, yeah, so I'm really interested in what it tastes like. I've had some of the stuff that he's made prior to that, which was pretty good. Um, and if it's going through uh, Neely Family Distillery, I know it's good. Because he wouldn't do it if it wasn't. And, and you know it's it's one of the great things about this is there's so many different ways. Like we got our way, they got their way, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, you know it's it, it all comes out magic. Yep. <laughs> it all make it all makes magic at the end. So I and, wonder is that a Kentucky thing? I guess that's what I was getting to to begin with. The the uh, not rerun or the rerunning and not yes. using the thumper. I, you know I, what I mean? Yeah, I, I see quite a few guys in Texas uh, strip and rerun. So the I name wouldn't be uh, Moonshine Shua, would it? I love Shua. <laughs> Shua's real big on strip, and I, I, look, I really yeah. look forward to hearing his take on it because you know to really pick his brain and hear him understand why he does it. And what he thinks the benefits of it are, yep. You know, and I understand, you know, a cleaner liquor. Um, if you're just single arming, like if you only got a single arm keg, you know, a column and condenser, and, and that's what mm-hmm. you have to do, then then that's what it is. But like, especially for kegs, there's so many things you can add in, like mason jars, for example. Yep. You know, like um, I think that's one of the big things that you're known for is you know your mason jars, and um, especially Oh, Rick Gibson, uh, old Tennessee Thumpers. Yeah, he's not worth a fuck. <laughs> yeah, Rick's a piece of shit, man. <laughs> he's a piece of shit. Piece of shit, Rick. Oh, but no. I love, he, I love Rick, man. Yeah, I, I, I learn a lot from just watching him, watching his videos and, and how he does things. And and, yep. and just like just like you, you know, watching you build stuff and 
send send things out to people and you're always sharing pictures and I'm like, man, explain what I'm looking at. <laughs> and, and then you just explain it to me and you know, like, well, this is here and that's there. And like, well, you know, I might have been able to notice see it better if I was in person. Um, I'm the same way, man. If I, I can't listen to what someone's thinking, you know, he'll I'll be on the phone with him and he'll be like, Oh no, I'm I'm doing this and I'm like, that don't make no sense. What do you mean you're doing like draw me a picture. Get out the crowns. And that's exactly what he says. Do you want me to fucking draw you a picture? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. As a matter of fact. (laughs) So, funny story. Uh, You know, I don't know if you know this or not. You probably do. So, Alan Bishop, he's uh, the head distiller at Spirits of French Lake in Indiana. I consider him a master distiller. But anyway, that's on another topic. But um, We're going to try to have him on here. Yep. So... I went down to Maggie Valley one time and I'd got a system and he ordered a system from Rick. He got a four jar or an eight jar with four in line. I oh, see so you're with, talking about multiple jars. So it runs through each jar. Yep. And like, what you could do is you could either bypass all the jars or you could s- close a bypass or well, close a valve and open one and it'd run through. What's that word? Bypass. <laughs> There's a big I'm, thing, man. I'm just making yeah. sure that you know. Yeah. I've you been know doing them doing. lately, okay? You know what you're more talking than, about. You more know, than I care just, to fucking talk about. But if you know anyway. the inside joke, you definitely got that one. So, <laughs> so anyway, he got four, and I got, uh, or he got eight, and I got six. But anyway, so <laughs> Rick is a dick, okay? So I went down to Maggie Valley. And I had talked to Alan. He wasn't going to be able to make it. So the deal was I was going to go down there. I was going to get my setup. I was going to get Alan's setup, take it to him on my way back, which it was three hours out of the way. But, you know, he made it worth my while. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, you know, sometimes you go out of your way to, to do shit for your boys or people. A- absolutely. You care about it's just it's the moonshiner code. You know, it ain't about me. It's about us. And yep. what can I do for you? And. And then and, in turn, I'm sure one day along the line, he's going to do something to help you out. And that's just dude, how it is. He's already, you know, so, I mean, just the knowledge that he's taught me and so the people just, he's introduced me the to. Favor. Yeah. Well, when I went down to Maggie, you know, we're tearing everything apart. I had I had my stuff with my stuff and his stuff with his stuff. Well, a lot of people don't know, but if you go to Lowe's for a union, you can get a three-quarter inch union at Lowe's that won't butt up to a three-quarter inch union at Menards. Yeah, not all unions are made the same. Let me put that out there right now. You go buy a union. I mean, we're talking copper unions that, that join up. You buy a union from Lowe's. It's different from Menards. It's yep. different from Home Depot. It's different from Ace. It's different from China. You order them. You know, it, it, I swear, like I swear, the ones at Lowe's they're bigger, especially the halves. They're bigger than the ones at Menards. And then vice versa, you know, they just, it, it's not compatible, you know. No. And the funny thing about that is I had everything separate and I went to the pisser. I come back and Rick had loaded my truck <laughs> because the only thing that was different was the thumper, the single thumper, because mine was a three gallon that uh, old Apache uh, had. Okay. And his was a submarine 
all stainless submarine pot. And then the only difference from that was the jars. So aside of that, the arms that went from the pot to the thumper was actually the the same. I mean, from, I'm struggling to follow along. Man. You have to draw me a picture. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> my unions were from Menards, same size piping and everything. Mm -hmm. But his unions was from, say, Lowe's. Okay. So when we got to Allen's house, or when I got to Allen's house, man, we had this shit all over this fucking field, dude. <laughs> He's got like a 30-acre farm, man. We just had this shit fucking laid out. We're going around. And me and him felt like fucking idiots. And, I mean, I, I don't know if, if you've never seen a, a Tennessee thumper still yeah. set up. It, it could definitely it, – it's a jigsaw puzzle. Like, it's an amazing work of art, but if it's all broken down in the smaller pieces and you get them mixed up, you're just like you, – Oh, yeah. You, you're definitely trying to shove a square peg into a round hole. <laughs> yeah. Wait till, you, wait till you hear Alan talk about this, man. I'm telling you, dude, it was, <laughs> we spent 45 fucking minutes just figuring out what the problem was, why they wouldn't fucking go together, you know, pretty much. Yeah. Like, well, uh -huh. well, well maybe this union goes over here to this, this yeah. part, or maybe this one goes over here to that part. And this son of a bitch at the end of the day, he goes, Hey, well, why didn't you guys call me? Well, why the fuck you think we didn't call you? Because we don't want you to tell me we were fucking stupid. Like, we're dumbasses. I don't want to admit it. Like, we can't figure out what union goes to where. Like, yeah. Some things you don't admit to like, until it's a, a final. Like, you, don't even admit, you didn't even admit to it until the next day. Like, yeah, we don't know what happened. Even when I got home, I'm like, wait a minute. This don't. Does this fit? Does this go here? Yeah, it does. <laughs> but how, I was like, how long before he called you and said, hey, dumbass? You got my part. He actually didn't. We got it all figured out. We set it up in his thing. Well, I, I was handing it to him, and he was screwing them on. He's like, okay, this fits. Setting it down inside. And then we moved to the next part. But, man, it was ridiculous. Because I come back, I think, with two stills. And I brought a few other things back, too. I can't remember. But it, what was really funny about that was I left uh, Maggie, and I went over the hill into Gatlinburg. My cousin Tracy was with us, but he drove separate. So we stayed over there for a day or two. You know, I just threw a tarp over the fucking bed, hoping nobody stole any of that copper. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's nice got, when you when you can go places and you know you can leave stuff like that. And yeah, like like we was down in New Strasville, and this guy come out of the, out of the place. Okay, like, hey, man, uh, I'm gonna get a keg off you tomorrow, and I'm like, all right, cool. I gave him a killer deal, and I'm like. I'm just going to let it sit here overnight, you know? And, yeah. You know, at any time, could he walk down in the middle of the night, grab that keg, toss it up in his stuff, and I'd have never known. But he'd come yep. down the next day and hand me $60 for it and yep. went on about his day. And, yeah, that's and awesome, you know, man. I'll, it's really cool. When, yeah, especially where I'm from. That's it's never been gone. Yep. Well, same <laughs> thing with me, too, man. Outside, so. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, so, I mean, go ahead. Um, with the mason jars, um, you could pull, you run more than one in a line or whatever, you could pull some real high proof out of them, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, what's, I got used, when I first started out, I started out single arm. And I, yeah, I didn't really know a whole lot, you know, I was just kind of trying to figure things out and how, you know, to run and ferment and all that but then i went straight to a, a jar set up and it had six jars and i ran that thing for a long time 
Now, and, go ahead. Each jar, like so, each jar is like a little mini thumper, and it provides a new distillation. You know, yeah. in, at least in some people's eyes, right? And, and so, realistically, that jar could take place of a plate. Yeah. Um, you know, so you know, yep. it's it's kind of like running through plates, just in a different, a bigger form. You know, not so such a small like. Like in theory, you know, mm-hmm. each one provides a new distillation, kind of like a plate yep. does. But the plus side of the mason jars are you can use them for infusion. Absolutely. Mass infusion. Um, awesome <laughs> infusion. Uh, yeah. I mean, you've tasted some that came off of that one out there in uh, California. Yeah. What's that? Oh, Beaver Lick, right? Beaver Lick Distillery. Uh, Beaver Licker, yep. Um, That's... Yeah, that pumpkin spice. They have pumpkin yes. spice. How many jars was on that? Eight. Eight. I thought yep. it was eight. And man, he handed me this jar of uh pumpkin spice moonshine. Rice. It was a rice moonshine, yeah. It was rice. And I'm like, man, do I look like a bougie white girl? What's up with this pumpkin spice? And I tried it, and you know, my first thought is like, and you know, it says on it, you know, made with uh Tennessee Thumper jars set up and um infused through it. And, you know, my first thought is, what they put in this? You know, like I'm looking on a jar for, you know, contains artificial flavoring because that's what you see a lot. Yep. And, you know, I knew it didn't, but that flavor, it was just so amazing. It was like, that's, that's, went, the, it was, so, it was so good. I went and bought a pair of Ugg boots. <laughs> the, the funny thing. So, you know, when we were filming and that was kind of the, the hope that's what i was hoping for because with them jars man when you you know you put the right things in the jars man it it comes over like maybe not so much the flavor but the nose and the hint you know that you get from an infusion and that was just amazing you know and the cleanliness cleanliness that was run twice he stripped that off i do know that and then he put it back in a 50-gallon pot and ran it through that. Okay, so he stripped it off a big pot, and then he yep. ran it in a smaller pot. Yep. And he, Chris is, uh, he's one of them guys, man, that knows. Did you, you got to meet him, didn't you? I'm going to say yes, but I don't remember because yep. I'm okay. big easy and I don't remember shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just let you know. And I, Once I meet him again, like, oh, yeah, how you doing? But. You know, it's so much so fast at all these places, and yep. And then, like when we was down in Maggie Valley, we started drinking at ten thirty in the morning, and it didn't stop till late, late that night. So yeah, yeah, it's hard to I, remember a lot. You know, I remember that. Um, yep. But as far as like the smell and that hint in your nose, um, I'm a firm believer that if you can get that good strong nose, it tricks your palate into tasting that flavor. I agree. And, you know, that's um that's one of the things with like my banana brandy like that strong smell that strong nose on it it tricks you into tasting that sweet sweet banana flavor that you're used to tasting because you know with like bananas a banana that you pick up and eat doesn't taste like the banana flavor you think about when you think of banana right you know, you're thinking of banana candy banana popsicles mm-hmm. to where it's just like ooh that's that's amazing and so if you could get that smell in there it really tricks your palate into into tasting it more than what's really in there. That uh, 
And that banana brandy you make is fantastic. I'm going to make some for Maggie Valley. I got I'm going to make make about 3 or 4 gallons for Maggie Valley. Um, I need so. where can you get that vintner stuff? Ashua. That that's a Shua question. Cuz that's a easy way of making brandy. Oh, super easy. <laughs> super easy. You know I what like, I mean? It's I like, like making a rum. Way. You know, I like to do it the hard way. So, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll go buy my bananas and puree them up. And while we're on the subject, and the reason why I'm asking about that, um, we had done a benefit over in Virginia at uh, Robert Bondurant's, <clears throat> and he had come up with a an ass load of raspberries, and we ran it through a well his thirty gallon pot through six jars. And that shit was amazing. Dude, I really like the jars. I, I, you know, I, I like how they look. Mm-hmm. Um, they're amazing when they're running. Um, it, it's more interactive. And just what they do, you know, and that, yeah. that design. And, and just, you know, like I didn't know anything about mason jar thumpers until I met you. And, and you introduced me to Rick. And, and I checked out the stuff he did. And, and like. I don't like to run them because I'm lazy and it's a lot of work. <laughs> you it clean is. up and all that. Yeah. I mean, not so much running them. You know, running is all the same. Once you fire it right. up, heat it one end, um, liquor out the other. It doesn't really matter what's in between. Well, see, and, I never really believed that they worked as good as they do. You know, when, because beforehand, you know, I never ran a thumper. And I'm like, okay, oh, should I hit 150 without a thumper? Hell yeah. You know, that's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the first time, I ran one. I hit 178 proof. You know, I'm not saying I chase proof now, but back then I did because I didn't know any better, you know? <clears throat> and uh, I was like, holy shit, you know? But the more, the higher the proof I got, I'm thinking, shit, the, the more liquor I get because once I proof all this down or once I proof it down and flavor it, I'm like, man, I can turn two gallons into five. <laughs> and, and you know through a thumper it's like man i got a nice clean double distillation and and uh, that's i mean you so get this go ahead when you're running those uh when you're running jars they hold that high proof for uh a lot longer and then drop off real fast is that how they work yeah yeah so they'll run <clears throat> and you'll be coming out 170 you know, um, let's use that for example. Like, say you're coming out 170, and you'll pull quite a few jars at 170, yep. and not not like a traditional thumper to where it's, it gradually drops in proof. You know, mm-hmm. like it wouldn't go from 170 down to 130 or anything like that through a regular thumper, but through the jar setups, that tends to happen because yeah, all those different distillations it just drops off quick. Now, is that something you also see when you're running uh, plates, uh, a column? You know, the plates. Does it come out real high at the beginning and yeah. drop off really fast too? Yep. Yep. I believe uh, I ran, well, the one that I ran, I can't remember. I feel like it started fairly high. Almost, I can't remember if it was 68 or 178. But, and then all of a sudden, then it, you know, once I got it dialed in, it dropped to about 160. And it held for quite some time but when it dropped off man it dropped off in a hurry i mean it was like it was just like jars you know it'd go from 160 to 120 in a jar now if you're used to running like say you're used to running a single thumper and then you go up to 
the jars and you, you know, your yield at the end is going to be less, but it's going to be a higher proof. So the, the one thing I have noticed with the six jar that I had from Rick is uh, it sounds stupid and you might not believe me, but I could run a 26 gallon pot with a thumper and a condenser and I could run a 26-gallon pot with that six-jar set up on it and then the condenser, I would wind up with the same amount of liquor volume-wise, but I would wind up having more after I proofed it down with the jar. Okay. So I don't I don't know why, um, but I had another setup from Rick. I'll tell you on here, and I'll tell Rick, it was a piece of – it was a nice setup, but, man, <laughs> I had nothing but fucking problems out of that. It may have been me. Doubt it. But you know it is what it is. I <laughs> got you back, Rick. It, it was John. I got you back on this one, Rick. We'll just say it was John. Don't let him throw that on you. I, I told him, man. I called him one time. I said, dude, I'm gonna throw this piece of shit in the fucking yard. <laughs> he was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it was my fault. <laughs> See, I had you back, Rick. I knew. I already knew. Yeah, I hooked I, it up backwards or something like that. Put the thumper at the end or something. Who knows? I don't know if the union was fucked up, but it just kept leaking at the union. I couldn't get it sealed up. Now, did you uh, did you try wrapping the whole union in Teflon tape? That's how I figured it out. All right. Like, <laughs> hey, for for those of you that don't know, man, if you don't like making paste or something, you got a leaky union. Grab your Teflon tape, plumber's tape, whatever you call it. And just wrap the piss out of that union. Mm-hmm. It'll stop leaking. Yeah. Like that, 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 it, a union, a seam, a joint. Yep. You just, if you don't want to mess with making paste and all that, you can grab that Teflon tape and just wrap it till it stops leaking and it'll stop. Oh, yeah. But the best paste I ever did find out that worked. Well, what worked the best for me um, when we were filming, Scott actually told, told me, well, he brought rye flour. And we took the rye flour and mixed it with water. Man, that shit was nice. That because shit turns we, concrete. Yeah. We actually all were allowed to use that on the show. And if you look back at some of the pictures I'm in, or I, you know, I took it, you can look back here and see it. I've got big-ass globs around the fucking unions. Now, I, I would imagine they don't wrap their their seams on them unions in Teflon tape, the threadings. So no. they probably all almost leak most of the time. Yeah. Because you're always... You know, you're mixing and matching where they hook up to, and they always mold to wherever they got hooked up to first. And well, it's, you know, it's not the threads; it's the actual union. You know, well, yeah. whatever. You it's know, like, man, but... put some Teflon tape on there, man. Instead of make you paste it up, but that's what yeah. they do. It's do cool. They say so. You know, I, I used um, I used my thump keg for to infuse, and then um, I threw that uh infuser on top mm-hmm. of my thump keg. To really keep pumping that flavor through there. Oh um, yeah, and I think that's what made that peach brandy I made come out so well. Was that Good constant fusion of it? So, oh yeah, I'm gonna be drinking on some here in the next 24 hours. Yeah, I got something taken too. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was left that I didn't give you? That's going with me, so it's gonna be in the, in the container. We're gonna have what? us a good little time. So, you know, we're yeah. really looking forward to Beattyville. Oh yeah, man. Um, so you know, I guess I guess you know when it comes to thumpers, you know, there's there's two sides of the fence. Some people like to strip um and run it again. 
us personally, we like to run it through a thump cake one time. Gives you a double distillation. Uh, you know, you know, you know I don't know if I've, I may have told you before, <clears throat> I wouldn't mind running, trying it, you know, out of a 50 gallon sometime. Just firing it off and, and, and run it off, see what you end up with, and then throwing it back in a keg. But just to see, like, like take the same mash, you know what I mean? Take two, well, two so barrels. See, see the difference if you could taste, like, so I stripped this and then I ran a small batch. Yep. Through a keg, and this is what I ended up with. And then I took this and I, I ran a 50 gallon batch to a doubler, and this is what I ended up with. Now let's, let's compare them side to side. Yep. See if they taste the exact same. See take, if one's cleaner than the other. Take it to a person that, that only reruns their shit. And, and do it. Let them do a blind taste test and see what they think. And we might have to try that. Might have to try it. Man, I'm, I'm hard pressed to strip a 50 down and run it through a keg and wind up with three gallons. <laughs> <laughs> that pains me, man. I'm not going to lie. Like, like ain't I mean, that, that, um, down in New Stratsville, ain't that what that um, guy to the distiller was doing? He was running like a 50 yeah. or a 50 gallon pot. Oh, you're, are you talking about in the distillery? Yeah. That though, so those pots are hold on, 125. And then he's he's strip and he's stripping them down and he's running them through something smaller through a keg. I believe. Okay, yep, man, yep. <laughs> I know it's, it's it's if you do like it's a lot of work, man. I would assume that's so why I, I see it as double work, man. And, and I'm not about double work, I don't like to work but. in general. But you know, I'm doing it twice. Yeah, me either. (laughs) Now, if I'm getting paid for it twice, that's one. I have no problem doing it twice. I'm getting paid for it twice. Or if I could charge double. But if I have to charge (laughs) the same rate as if I did it once, I'm just doing it once, man. So, oh yeah. But but you know, I I fell in love with the thumpers when I I started getting heavy into banana brandy, and then I really fell in love with the mason jars. You know, all the multiple distillations to make vodka. So I mean, realistically, through all those. You run through six six plates or six jars, and you infuse. You've made a real, really nice, clean infused vodka. Yep. So that's one thing um, I would like to touch on. You know, you can run plates or you can run jars, but with plates you cannot really infuse no. unless you use a gin basket of some sort. You know, yeah. with with jars you can just infuse along the way. Yeah, and well, with the gym basket, you're infusing once. Yeah, you know you're going to that basket after yeah. all them, and you're infusing once. Whereas with those jars, each time it hits a jar, so every jar it hits, you're reinfusing new flavor and getting another distillation. Yep. I mean, me personally, I would take, I would take a, a Tennessee Thumber still six jar set up over a six plate rig any day of the week. Just because of the versatility of what you yeah. can do with it. Yep. Well, so a lot of people get it. There's a real big misconception of the jars. Um, I have I've had an issue lately with getting the incorrect lids. They're not like there's a normal wide mouth, but they're not. They're not as deep. As deep. So you, there's problems sealing up. Especially so you, with especially because you use those real high end gaskets on there. Yep. So if you use the wrong gaskets. You know, you'll have an issue with it sealing up. Or if you use the wrong lids, you'll have a problem with it sealing up. You know, so. I've seen them run on the uh, 
on the the shitty gaskets where you just get the thin yep. one piece brown look uh-huh. like a rubber look like a rubber band <laughs> and you yep. put it on there man they just they they leak like the Mississippi River man and and then you go get the good ones with they got the little L bracket on there and you put them on there man and them things don't leak at all nope and that's what's funny too because Rick told me that when I first got them he's like here's you know here's gaskets with I think he only gave me like three or four at the time and he's like well you gotta get the other ones I'm like whatever. So, but and just to tell you people what kind of a guy Rick is, so I met I met Rick, and we we got to talking, and I had ordered a, a jar system from him, the six jar. I paid him half up front, it was like four hundred and some dollars at the time, which was like a long ass fucking time ago. But anyway, so, yeah, you know, that was big money, you know. Four hundred dollars was a big hit back in the day. So it still is, but you know. And the guy was supposed to bring it back up to Ohio. Well, he brought it with him, but they had a falling out between the time that he left until the time he got up here. Nobody could get a hold of him. And uh oh, so I, dude, dude took your still from Rick, and then before he got it to you, him and Rick had a had a, had a riffraff. Him, Rick, and 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 the other, the other guy, Chris. Okay, gotcha. so. Um, and I think they kind of mended him and Rick and, and, and this fella, you know, I don't want to say names, but, uh, yeah, Rick will tell us all about it when we have him on here. Like, yeah. We have a, we, we got a plan to have quite a few people on here. Cause I know people are getting tired of hearing me and you talk. So yep, absolutely. I, think, I, I think next episode, we're going to try to bring somebody else in. Hell and, yeah. And I also know I watched on, um, untaxed earlier where old, uh, Hooch and Chua talked about wanting to do a collab <laughs> with you and I. So maybe if uh, Maggie if, Valley, I think it'd be, I think it'd be kind of hard to record a a session in Maggie Valley. You know, I'm so busy and and unless it's so early in the morning, morning. unless yeah, it's but, first thing in the morning. Yeah, but I ain't nobody hung over. Uh, right, <laughs> you know. Yep. So maybe who to get good internet? We could all just join from four that, corners of the earth. That or when we need to do it when he goes down to see Shua. Yeah, you know. Yeah, by the time he goes down there, yep. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yep. So, but anyway, so before you know, I want to touch base on the story again. You know, talk about Rick. Um, so, you know, Rick called me. Hey, you heard from him? Hey, you heard from him? I'm like, no, no, no. He's like, look, dude, that's not how I do business. We'll figure it out. And uh, you know, months have went by, man. And uh, you know, I went on doing my own thing. I kept running. You know, at the time, like I said, that was when I first, and that was probably when I found the 15 gallon beer cake where it would attach to the column that I had. So I bought that and I kept running, you know. And uh, he called me one day. He goes, Hey, man, won't you come down to the jam? I'm like, Fuck's that, you know? And uh, he was telling me, and I'm like, All right, yeah, I'll come down. He said, Well, you come down. I'm going to make it right. And I said, okay, whatever. You know, I figured he's going to give my money back. We got down there. He goes, there's your fucking still, man. Six jars. Hell yeah. He made it right, you know. And uh, me and Rick's, I mean, he's, you know, he's a, he's a good dude. He's an asshole. People don't like him. You know, he. They made him usually the best dudes, you know. Like, he always treated me well. You know, first time he met my family, he's handing them shirts and shit. Yeah, and, you know. You Even know, if it's, you know, he's giving my fucking shirts away. <laughs> and then I sweated my ass off helping load shit up at on a Sunday. So, yep. <laughs> Rick's a good yep. dude, man. But so, you know, we're, uh, 
We're heading off to Beattyville tomorrow. I think we let kept people on here long enough. They heard us talk about thumpers and hot raising the proof with them and infusing with them and you know the pros and I don't really see a con in it, you know. But that's just my side of the fence, and I look forward to talking to somebody else who is <laughs> on the stripping side. So, but hell yeah, yeah. So we're gonna be in Beattyville this weekend. Um, Sean will be set up. I'll be running around uh, drinking and having a good time. So I'll. I'll- Probably be drinking too. I don't know. Oh, much, Sean, Sean gonna be drinking. I'm not gonna let him get Maggie Valley though. He got no, he, no Maggie Valley drunk. I'm gonna get him worse. He's gonna know it yet. No, I got some banana tucked away. We're gonna mix it with some strawberry and a little peach. He's gonna have him a fruit cocktail. Wait, you got strawberry yeah. too? No, I don't. <laughs> See, <laughs> I was gonna say, wait a minute. Damn oh it. man, y'all saw that, right? Y'all heard that. You, his voice lit up like like he was talking about. Well, so beside, you know, beside the point here, you know, I did happen to message Van. I said, "Hey, you going to Beattyville, right?" There you go. But uh, he ain't. So, like, dude, you got happy about that? That was pretty cool, man. Like that reminded me when I was a kid and I was at my buddy's house. Like, you got Playboys? You got Playboys? <laughs> that was Sean like Strawberry. You got Strawberry? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, we're gonna figure out what that sweetness is in that strawberry at one oh, point. But yeah, you yeah. know. But anyways, man, we appreciate y'all listening. Listen to our bullshit. Listen to us shoot shit, you know. Uh, absolutely an hour listen to us. If you held on this whole time, man, we appreciate it, you know. More than you, you know. know. You hop on Discovery Plus and check out Sean's episode season. Two episode nine. Um, and tell McGillow you want to see me again. <laughs> tell McGillow that we want to try Sean's liquor. <laughs> That's what we want to try. Not, not McGillow. Not McGillow. <laughs> right, Sugarlands. I apologize. Tell Sugarlands. Everybody call Sugarlands. Tell them we want to try Sean's liquor. Send him a message. Yeah. Tell tell Sugarlands I want to try my liquor. Tell McGillow <laughs> we want to see Sean on another episode. If not, I'm gonna have to go find me a label somewhere. <laughs> Might be closer than you think. Exactly. But anyways, man, you guys have a good night, and um, we'll probably come back next week talk about Beattyville and who got the drunkest and who had the most regrets. So hopefully it's Sean and not me. <laughs> <laughs> I got no regrets at all, brother. All right, I know you ain't, man. We're gonna have a good time. Just like that's right. We look out for each other, have a good time. So everybody, shine on. Have a good night. Yes, sir. Y'all later.